What's up, everybody? Another episode of Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars inside the members' life. I'm Aaron. This is Mark. We're flying solo again, but for a special reason. For a special reason. We're having Mark's birthday. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, right. <laughs> I've got what? No, we're around one year that you've now been on the show. This is the one year anniversary. So, and to commemorate that, uh, I came in here and I was like, what do you want to smoke? You know, this is your show. Right. You threw some ideas out. I which did. we're not going to say what they were because they weren't as good as what we're actually smoking right now. Right. Well, we had a, we had a special uh, picker uh-huh. and um, he <laughs> chastised me <laughs> for suggesting what we would consider normal cigars. Yeah. And uh, he... Good uh, quality, everyday cigars. Great, great quality, everyday <laughs> cigars. Um, and he suggested um, something special. Yeah, so we are smoking the Zeno Platinum Z Crown uh, Series Barrel. Yeah, which um, is, if you remember the first one I was on, mm-hmm. this is the same line but a different vitola i smoked the chubby mm-hmm. i misidentified it mm-hmm. um, but this is the the same line as the most memorable cigar i smoked mm-hmm. on the roof of the uh, the timeshare mm-hmm. um and but it's a different size this is a um um uh, this is i think this is a big ass cigar it is it is a <clears throat> it's a girthy one let me uh, let me get the size. It is a six by 60. So that's what I thought it was. Um, but we'll talk about uh, what it is, the blending and everything like that. We actually went a little fancier style too. these. We have these sweet Newport uh, oh. matches that come in a metal box. I, I When I light it on the virtual herf, I'm referred to it. Uh, Jake refers to me as, are you going to hillbilly light your cigar? And oh. if I... And then I say, if you mean by that, Mm -hmm. uh, light it with a match, then yes. And he says, that's what I mean. And I said, I'm a hillbilly. Don't you mean every way I light a cigar is a hillbilly way of lighting a cigar? (laughs) Well, I mean, cigars are made to slow down. They're made made to make you slow down. And it's something like this, too. I also love lighting cigars with match. match, And plus, these matches are badass. They are. I mean, these are some of the nicest matches. They're the thick. thick, (laughs) No, it's great. And the in the one well, well the reason I tapped it was the boxes are it's metal. Me, it's metal. I think yeah. they can re-enter from space. Yeah, it's probably a five inch. Well, that's a six inch cigar. Yeah, that's a five inch metal box. Yeah, they are sweet. I I love these. Yep. So one year, one year, come a long way. <clears throat> yes, I have. I'm For- a whole year older. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about this. Our friend Tim was here and he wanted to dial in and I told him uh, not a fucking chance. Um, but, uh, 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 and I told him that was his last idea for the evening, which he was somewhat disappointed with. And he's a really smart guy. He's a really smart guy, but I just had every once in a while you have that one bad one. No, but, um, yeah, it's been a year. It's been, it's been, uh, it seems like about six weeks and about three years, doesn't it? It's, it's 2020 has been that way. Yes, it has, but I, I have enjoyed the podcast. It's been one of the highlights of my year and, uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's, I've, I've met so many cool people. Yeah. Uh, Without question, the highlight of the year will be meeting so many interesting, fun and awesome people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh. It's a, it's a labor of love. It is. It's you it's, put in most of the work and I eh. think we should be honest about that, but you, you do all the editing. You like doing the editing. I, 
So I've tried to pry that out of your hands a couple of times and then I gave up. But no, mine. Yes, you did. Um, precious. You're, you're precious. <laughs> my, my precious. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, you do, you do a lot of the, the work, but it is, it is a lot of work, but, um, we enjoy it. It's funny because whenever we, whenever we are on our hearths or whatever, I still, I still get a kick out of it and they're like, Oh, how's Mark? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we, <laughs> we used to see each other more before we were on the podcast, ironically enough, but I think that's more to do with COVID yeah. than anything else. Yeah, but, um, strangely enough. Well, I'm glad that you're at least on the show now because the, if you weren't, then I never would fucking see you. I'd never see. You. That's true because it, it it is strange because the I saw Tim tonight, which feels like the first time in about four or five months that I've seen him, um, and for for a couple of three years I saw him every Friday, every Saturday. I mean, damn near every day, two or three day, times a week for yeah. sure. So hopefully we'll get back to that. I think there's yeah. been some fantastic news on the. On the uh, COVID front, um, obviously we're going through a rough stretch right at the moment, but there's been some really good news. So hopefully we're we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, but let's not talk about the shitty shit. Shitty sure. shit. Sure. So, what are some highlights for you? Or what? Hell, this is your thing. So, what do you want to talk about? I talk about anything you want, but uh, the highlights to me is really the the, the guests. Um, I I think the thing that surprised you and I most about this is when we opened it up, we got the board, we were allowed to get guests. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't just local guests, although we love our local guests. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of D and Brandon and, and, uh, goofy Doug and, and all of those guests, Steve, uh, is obviously one of our favorite guests, but when we opened it up and then we had our first guest as Frank, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then we had Kevin, um, the, the Asian brothers on, and, uh, we had, uh, you know, all of those guests on, we've had, uh, some people who've really moved us in important ways like mm-hmm. Chris, um, and, and Nigel and, and, and people who, who've, who've and, and art, mm-hmm. um, who've done remarkable things, um, and, and interested us like cigars and sodas but it to me has been it's been the guests yeah i mean that's and that's the that was the thing that there's there's some really good shows out there we're friends with shows and everything and that was just the direction that we wanted to go with right. we wanted to get our listeners and yeah. our supporters involved just because this is the show we make for them yeah. this is a show where anybody could be on yeah. and it's just like i that is, yeah, that's one of the best things that's that's happened. And there's great year. podcasts where yeah. they interview people from the cigar industry, and it's not that we don't do that because we have Dave Martinez on mm-hmm. and Nick, and we've had, and and we had, uh, we had, uh, you know, Nick G or Nick uh, Nick, that's nice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, from uh, Nick G, Super Connecticut. We've Mike had G. Mike G. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> See, this is what got me in trouble the last time. I just right. agreed with you. <laughs> you did. Thank you for correcting me, Mike G. Um, but we've had cigar people on, but that's not who we really no. have on. And, they, and, and there's plenty of shows out there to get that content. Yeah. I, I, and if you wish, you can message me, and I have recommendations. <laughs> um, I certainly think that our, our brothers up in Missouri do a fabulous job with yes. interviewing yep. Nick and Gator. Um uh, I wouldn't follow them into a bathroom, uh, uh, but I certainly would listen to them interview people uh, on the on the on uh, the cigar stuff, and, and I think they do a, a great job. I think yeah. Rob at Cigar Talk does a great job. I, I think I think you know there's a lot of really cool 
podcasts out mm-hmm. there, and you have always said there's plenty of bandwidth for all of us. Mm-hmm. We we tend to talk more about the cigar culture. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's pretty cool. And you know, it, it was uh, you know strange strange thing this week. Cigars and soda was sober for four years this mm-hmm. week, and I, I thought of us talking about his story about him getting into sodas. Uh, and how cool that's, you know, and it was just like, that was, that was cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's a big deal. Four years sober is for the record, a lifetime. And I congratulate him. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's uh, amazing. I, I commend him on that very much. What's your highlight over the first year? <clears throat> the first year with you? Yeah. Oh man. I don't know. Um, I think I would have to say, the direction we wanted to take at least once a quarter, maybe twice a quarter, but our leadership shows, um, yeah. I really, I really like those. Uh, and a lot of people, I, at first I was, I was wondering how the reception would be because yeah. we're kind of a goofy show. We're laid back and that takes a serious hard turn into the serious realm. But the reception, it was surprisingly mind boggling, like really supportive. And they, and they liked that. And I was like, all right, cool. Like we liked it. So, all right, we're going to keep doing it kind of thing. And it's, well, the four people we've had on so far have been heavy hitters. We oh, had, yeah. we had Mike and Tim to mm-hmm. start that off. Um, we had Dr. Smith next, who is, yep. um, one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet and yep. was super awesome. And then next was Nigel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, that, those are, those are guys, first of all, all three, all four of them, very funny guys, mm-hmm. interesting guys, whatever, but uh, kind of guys you want to hear talk about important things. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I love those. Um, I like the more, the ones that we have, you know, on the horizon as well. Um, yeah. I guess another thing like the music part that we do now, um, and I mean, you and I, we're nerds. We are we're, nerds. We're comic guys we're cigar nerds yeah and we're music nerds i mean yeah i i don't know between the cigar and music i don't know which one trumps more it's it's probably even kill yeah. maybe i don't know which one stands out a little bit more i'm probably a bigger music nerd than I, i'm a cigar I, I, nerd honestly, i think i think so too um but I've, i love that um and it's and it's to the point of like it's got me listening to stuff that i don't listen to all the time. Like I, on my Spotify, which I, what I use all the time, it has a, a remix rewind. So it just goes back to like a bunch of songs that you listen to mm-hmm. for like the past six months. And one of them was the Tedeschi trucks band. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like thrown right in the middle of like two hardcore songs. I'm like, damn, that is such a good song. I know. <laughs> like I forget about it. And then like, uh, Harlem or walking in Harlem, Harlem nights yeah. or whatever comes on. I'm yeah. like, Shit, that is Midnight in Harlem. Yeah, that, 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 that's such a great tune. Such a good one. Yeah, that's and of the yeah, that's a great song. And so yes, yeah, the music has been has been pretty special. That that really came out. Um, you know, and think about <clears throat> talking about to the Radiator King in that episode. I still will mm-hmm. flash back to that conversation with mm-hmm. him. What a cool guy he was. Mm-hmm. Um, how totally geeky it was to get in the side inside the head of a musician look mm-hmm. for just that little brief moment and, and all of that. And I know we talked about some additional musicians that we'd like to have on. Um, and we're working on that. So, yeah. So what, uh, what show stands out in the past 
50. So, well, I mean, we've also started doing reviews as well. So you're over. We, so last Friday was technically our hundredth show, but wow. for full shows, like we're, this is like 85, I believe. Wow. So we've done 15 reviews and stuff like that. So you're, Jeez. you've been involved in a lot. So what show stands out? So, so several of them, obviously the very first one for a lot of reasons. Um, I was exceptionally nervous. <laughs> Wasn't sure how I was going to no. go. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you smoked a quarter inch of a cigar. You weren't nervous at all. <laughs> I know. I know. Crazy. If, if, if everybody just knows he bullshit the whole time about the flavors and the tastings. I did. I only smoked a half <laughs> inch of that cigar. And for the record, I love that cigar. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the first one was I was nervous uh, about a lot of things on that first one, how I'd sound and yeah. would would we have chemistry that translated online? Because we obviously have chemistry in person um, uh, and might tell my story and all all that stuff. Um, that, that was very memorable. Obviously it would be stupid not to mention that one. Um, <clears throat> a lot of them, wow, there's a lot to mention. Yeah. Um, the Nigel one was pretty special. It's very recent to mm-hmm. me. Um, he's somebody who I make him feel awkward if he hears this. Um, he's somebody who I've grown to appreciate his perspective in life yeah. and having him on was important um, because he is just, he lives life the right way. He does things the right way. He's just is somebody who values those things in life. Mm-hmm. He's somebody who I pay attention. I jokingly tell him this, that I'm watching him Yeah, um, because I am. I'm watching the way he handles things and I, I enjoy the way I, I learn. So Nigel one was very, I loved having Tim on and Tim and Mike on cause they're, they're very important to me personally. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot of them. The Chris thing was pretty special. Yeah. Um, cause that was like at a weird, awkward time. And Chris is the coolest <clears throat> dude alive. And, um, he, I thought that was an important thing for him. I, I thought it was, it was, that, it was weird timing, but it was really, it was, it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I, if I would use weird timing, it was in a very detrimental timing of what the U S was going through at the moment. Yeah. And it was, it was, he's such a smart guy and he's so articulate yeah. and I, I, I like him. I like, you know, I didn't really have a perspective as much about what he did professionally um, as much as I should have. Um, and I just, just liked him as a human like being. They, they always say like, first. surround yourself with, you know, smart people, people who you want to be like, and yeah. people who make you better. He's easily at the top of the list. Yeah. I no, mean, 100%. <laughs> like, like I'm so glad that he can call me like I'm a buddy of his. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm friends with Dr. Smith. <laughs> yeah. No, right. A hundred percent. So, you know, the funny part is the Kevin show and, and the Frank show were very important. I'm going to list all of them before we're done. <laughs> um, and largely because that her, that virtual herfs become very important to me. Uh-huh. And those two guys are very important. Frank was an early supporter of, of mine and us. And uh, he's been amazing. And I thought his, him, him in particular was, you know, as our first guest was so important. He did it. He did such a great job. Yeah. 
um, and was really interesting. And obviously Kevin means the world to me. So, um, I, wow, there's the art one was one of the more raw ones we had. Um, and he was really cool. I'm going to list all of them. Just all of them. Just all of them. They're all special to me in, in, in much like my children, which I have none of. Um, but all, all the uh, way from number 32 to now 85. Yeah, just. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, but they were all for, you know, we, we've enjoyed, we've had a good time. I don't, oh, yeah. re, I don't yeah. think of anyone where I think I didn't really enjoy doing that one. So yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly. I'm trying to think back of which ones really stood out to me. Um, I really liked our one year anniversary one when we had Steve back on. Oh yeah. Super drunk. <laughs> yeah. Off of awesome cigars and liquor that, uh, oh, Frank that was gave amazing. Us. Yeah. Wow. Um, that, um, you know, we've, we've had some powerful shows. The, 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 the March 26th one where we had Steve on again, where yeah. we smoked the Ash Maduro and I yeah. told my, my tale. Yeah. That one. Um, and, and, um, that one was probably one of the top, one's on my list as well. I was yeah. going to let you mention that one cause that's yours, <laughs> but, um, that, you know, one of the reoccurring themes for us is mental health and, yeah. and getting help. And that was incredibly powerful, I think. And I think that's why we see people kind of reach out to our show in general for a little yeah. bit more of those serious things. Yes. Yeah. And I'm totally, totally down with that. Right. So, yeah, we, 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 we have enough stupid conversations. We're not going to stop doing that, but we do enjoy that. And yeah. there, there's some serious topics that you and I have been talking about that uh-huh. are kind of um, additional topics that we want to throw out there after the first of the year. We're, we're going to cycle through our end of the year stuff. And we have, um, yeah. we have some friends coming up over the next two or three weeks that they're going to be, I think, great shows. But mm-hmm. after the first of the year, I'd like to cycle through some more serious shows, maybe another leadership show with Josh. I'd really like to have a conversation with him about military leadership and mm-hmm. what he's learned. Cause he's, you know, he, he's, he's led, you know, people, uh, in, in the garden. I'd really like to pick his brain about that. Yep. Talk about that. I think that'd be a great show. Yeah, that's definitely on there. Um, yeah, we, we have the normal end of year house cleaning stuff, you know, your, your top tens and the stuff that sure. makes shows go around. Stuff we're looking forward to, and because we're going to, again, get our listeners' top tens and 100%, 100%. critique and go through those and see, yeah. what, see what everybody has. And, mm-hmm. and then come 2021, yep, it's a brand new slate. And Yep, we'll get going again with, with, uh, with another round of the leadership thing and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. And we're always up for topic suggestions. So I guess at this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pimp that. We have a list. Mm-hmm. Trust me. We have a list. And we'll work from it. But if you have ideas, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. Um, uh, some of our best ideas were people just coming to us and saying, hey, if you thought about this, um, and and some of them worked out, some of them didn't. But, um, you know, the ones that did, I thought, great shows. Uh, I love having Brandon and Doug on, um, oh, two, yeah. two yeah. of the great guys. And so the local people I don't want to discount. Yeah. I've talked a lot about the phone guests and the remote guests. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know. And hopefully we'll be able to get – I don't want to say back on the road because we never really got on the road because right. of everything, but hopefully within in the coming months or so we can get on the road yep. now. I know we got, you know, people that listen to us up in Northwest, you know, you got uh, cigar district yep. up there. Definitely want to get up to cigar district. Want to get up to your Kansas city, uh, yeah. La Catera. Um, I would like to, um, get up to, um, 
St. Louis maybe do a show or, or maybe even back to my whole old shop. Um, maybe definitely that, yeah. that'd be fun. Um, I think, uh, we could definitely talk about that. I know we we're talking about, um, with, uh, having a, uh, a little rock Memphis herf uh-huh. with, uh, with Jeremy. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, and so that for sure will be a show we want to do. Yep. Um, and we're talking about that on January 16th. So, yeah, yeah. We, we've got some, some awesome stuff in the pipeline and, yeah. uh, we, but, we, we, we ain't going nowhere. Nope. We are. So to me, the, my, the one year anniversary really it's, it's for me, it's the guests. Yeah. And the highlight for me has been the people I've met and, uh, uh, you know, that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. We've met some, some awesome guys, you know, we, we become pretty good friends with the whole Martinez crew. Uh, you know, you were actually able to meet a lot of them. Uh, when you it went was. to when you went to Riverman, I I've just met him virtually and everything. Dave is the bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nacho, as he likes to go by, um, <laughs> is awesome. Um, and Christian and Hero um, were that that weekend was the best. Um, it was just after being sort of locked in, not mm-hmm. sort of after being completely locked in for six months. Yeah to get out and see some friends in just a very limited way in a completely safe way. See friends um, you've never met. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm getting, getting, got to see Chris from LCC who I love, uh, meeting and, uh, uh, bear and JJ and, and a bunch of people. So a couple months we'll, we'll do it all over again. I know we will. I know we will. So, as as we do the uh you know sort of thinking about it um you know we we need to start probably planning for next year and what will change and all that stuff what has worked well for you with me being in this chair and what hasn't <clears throat> what has worked well uh you you you're professional first and foremost so you keep everything on a schedule on like there's no fucking around when it comes to getting shit done. Right. So that's a, we do get plus. stuff done. Yeah. And like, I mean, for, it was, it was great with me and Steve, we have but, a schedule. but we have a, we have like a literally schedule. like there's, there's spreadsheets involved yes, and, there is. <laughs> and, and word documents and stuff and like all that. This, and right. emails and just yes. everything. Yes. It's just yeah. like, if you've been a guest on the show, um, you have received one of those emails. <laughs> that's you, all you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's see, not all, what, it's see, not all me. You have a big part. That's of that. what I say. Like you do a lot of the pre-production. Yeah. The administrative I like, stuff. I like, I like, I'm the secretary. I do the post. I do the, the, you do. the you do. online features, stuff yep. like that. So. Yeah, no, I, I like structure on stuff. And, and even though the shows have gotten a lot longer, and, and one of the things that <laughs> Steve and Brandon both cornered me on early is you need to find a way to shorten Aaron up. And I have not done that at all. <clears throat> and I, if, if on a thing, we've, if honestly, we've gotten longer. We way longer. And they both pointed that out to me. Um, and so, um, and, and so as we work on that, we'll, we'll continue to do it our own length. We'll try it. Right. So, um, but yes, um, yeah, a lot of the pre-production stuff has helped us, I think, be a little more on topic. Yeah. And honestly, for like negative ones, I'm saying nothing. Um, I really love when you open your soda into the mic when I'm, because I I really do enjoy that. Like when I'm going through the post-production, that's always fun. 
Um, or when I hit the mic. And when you're hitting the mic, like yeah. it's just like it's like those. If you little, guys only, you know, I was thinking are, about those, all those are love letters to me. Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> if I if I think about um, the first five or six episodes and the sort of the 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 gnashing of teeth that I went through because is if you've been on an online herf and we've talked about this show with me, you know I hate my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I say that fairly publicly and everybody goes, what are you talking about? And there's, there's one guy online says, you sound like Seth Rogen. And I understand that everybody I've already loves your sexy deep voice. I know. Like you, I do not. Like people want to have you do their outgoing mail. I, I get that. I don't. <laughs> and so, um, I'm not denying that any of that's true, but it's my voice. I don't like that. So, um, and so I struggled early on with hearing my voice and yeah. I have not listened to a ton of these podcasts and you yeah. know that, yeah. um, it, largely because I, I'm aware of what I fucking said. <laughs> uh, and also cause I just don't like hearing it. Um, and so, um, the other thing is early on, um, there was a lot of breathing into the mic and we spent a lot of time getting my ambient noise down because you're, you're very cut and dry. If there's an issue, you tell it. And I'm like, I don't want it to ruffle feathers. Yeah, right. And finally you're like, no, seriously. I'm like, all right, you got to quit fucking breathing into the mic. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I said, even if it's going to hurt my feelings, you got to fucking tell me. Right. <laughs> like you get over it. Like I'm, you know, whatever. Rip so, that bandaid. <laughs> right. And I did. And we talked about it and we made a bunch of improvements. Yes. And so, um, <sighs> <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. And so what you don't know, cause he cuts out is, uh, I, I do make a lot of ambient noise, Yes, but for the record over you know, and most of it's not on purpose in general. <laughs> but like, it's funny because like, I do open my soda and then I'll eat Skittles <laughs> and I'll do whatever. And it, and then I look over and I can see him just about ready to explode for the record. <laughs> The, the uh, humidor, not my fucking fault. <laughs> we finally fixed that. Right. Because at one time, we like I guess it was just like four episodes ago, I'm editing, I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Right. I'm, like, I'm trying to oscillate the, the I sit sound, with my, my back like, to the member's humidor, <laughs> which I love, because my keys are in the locker right yeah. now. I'm pointing, which is really useful on a video. <laughs> Or, or an audio podcast, but my, 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 my locker's right there. It stores all my great cigars. I yeah. love this place. Um, but they, and they keep it humidified, which I also fucking love for the record. <laughs> but, but when we turn off everything in the, in the shop, so yeah. everything is off. There's no, there's no air. Like we have no, yeah, we have there's no nothing. ventilation, no so air, we, no nothing. When we're done recording, Aaron, th- this is without fail. Aaron, Turned and he stands up and he walks out and he goes, Holy shit, it's gray in here. That's without fail. Like every week. Every, every week. week. Every because, because what's funny, because I like to I like to judge how many like there's sometimes it's smokier than others, even if it's just two of us. Yeah. You really see like what cigars push like produce a more of, thick smoke. Right. Like if we smoke like uh, like a Drew Estate, like this shit is gray. Yeah, we need to do a Nick Nicarist oh back here with me and you and Doug, <laughs> the three chimneys. No, but it's funny because like that one time, like like I hear like this buzzing hum, like, but it's like just, but it's like just every 30 seconds. I'm like, what, what in the hell is that? And it's coming from your mic. I'm like, what is that? And then like, I'm just lighting a lighter. Yeah. And then like the next week I hear it kick on. I was like, it's a fucking humidor. <laughs> right. But it's one of the things I really respect about you is you, you care a lot about that stuff. Yeah. And so that's the reason er, initially early on, I had to kind of push you to be a little more direct with me yeah. about stuff like that. Um, and so you were like, oh, and it's, dude, 
trust me, <laughs> even if I get offended, we'll deal with the issue and we'll get past yeah. it. Right. So it was, it was funny early on. I think about those first five or six where we seriously, we fucked around with mic position for five or six. And then we said, this, is this better? Is this worse? And then you had me turning my head sideways yeah. and they go, now you're not speaking into the mic. <laughs> and then it was like, we just, and we had practices. And we, fi- was, we finally have the setup. We have the setup. It's and finally and, and the board also helps. A oh my God. Deal. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it helps. This is, this is the best board on the market. It is. I don't know what Nick was thinking with his little L a um, dude. Like I was looking at his board just off his pictures. Like there's so many buttons, so many knobs. I'm like, uh-uh. so Al, Al, when uh-uh. we were up there, Al was going, look at those. Those buttons are so fucking small. Look at how small those things are. You could accidentally hit the wrong button. He was just like laying into uh-huh. them. Although the they had headsets are pretty sweet. They had the headsets with the little boom mic. You feel like you're like Howard Cosell. But like you could say you something. Sm- how, do, how do you smoke with that though, honestly? Because like that's what I use. It's right here. But that's what I use for like broadcast. But like But it's not like right in front of you. It's see, like right to see, the See, mine's like mine's like an actual Well, they want to capture those swear words coming out of your mouth oh like first first hand. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we we spend a lot of time worrying about that. And then you know, the funny part is early on, Mo would come up here mm-hmm. and she would sit and she'd fall asleep in the chair. Mm-hmm. Now, is she still listening to the podcast? So we used to do it like drive around, drive around, listen. but we'd come up here. But since like we were not here till 10 Tilted, anymore yeah. and our shows are now two hours long, <laughs> it's, we, no. don't do, we don't do that. So she used to fall asleep in the chair and then she would give me the thumbs up afterwards like we did great. Uh-huh. And I would think to myself, you didn't listen to the fucking show. <laughs> But I appreciate the support because Mo's one of those people who's who's incredibly supportive of us. So. Yeah. And she she's like you. She will tell you straight up how it is. Yeah. I'm I will She but slept it, through it though. So. But, <laughs> so you need to take it like it was soothing and calming or it's boring. It was it's one of the two. <laughs> right. Well, it was late at night, is what it was, because we yeah. used to record on Friday nights. Oh yeah, there was a time where we were like, Yeah, we can record at night uh, Friday. Friday nights. So like, yeah, well, so we'll start recording at midnight. Right. Leave at two in the morning. So this is like on Tuesday night. So we it closes seven. So we usually record on Sunday night. Normally we record on Sunday, but somebody will- played on Sunday nights. I think the Raiders did. <laughs> and so um and so we didn't on Sunday night and we had a, we had a, we Hey, had, we're recording on Tuesday night also. And, and who's playing this Sunday? The bears and Packers. Oh, I didn't know. Who cares? Oh, Jesus. I really, I have not watched yes, the football we, yes. game in like that, three years. That, you know that, that. That's the good thing. You know, I, I, I call a little bit of those shots when I call my, I, I call my shots when I call my shots. I'm like, I'm not recording on Sunday night because you I'm, what, I'm watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Um, so we're recording on Tuesday night now. So, um, and this, uh, so, and it's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So it, all good. I'm off this week. So, uh, I will get up tomorrow at five 30 in the morning. Um, like usual. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it doesn't go super late, but, uh, we've been, we've been, uh, we used to record on Friday nights and we would start about 10 30 at night. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like midnight yeah. one in the morning we were done. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. It, we tried that out for about, a month or so, and then it got to the point of like, ugh. no, like, yeah. And then we decided Sunday nights because those were good, and and then we could have guests. Mm-hmm. Problem with Friday night was we couldn't have guests, yeah. and that really just didn't work. Sunday night's been great for guests for the most part, um, and we really that's worked out, you know. Yeah, yeah east, west, coast, all that stuff. So, yep, it works out perfectly fine. 
Yep. So let's talk about these cigars we're having real quick. This is actually, um, and I do remember this cigar, this, I remember this having, cause you were, you said this, you know, it's a lighter cigar. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of flavor. It, it does. It's, it's, um, I really, really like this cigar. I'm glad we got, I got another chance to smoke one of these where I wasn't crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I was for the last time. Yeah. So. so this is part of the Davidoff line, you know, Zeno. It's the named after Zeno Davidoff. Yep. Um, so this one is a Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, a USA Connecticut binder, and then a Dominican and Peruvian filler. I think um, it's the Peruvian that really has the flavor. It does. Like, I mean, you have the, nice. the three lighter ones, but it does have that nice little bite to it. Yeah. But, it's, but it's also super aged. Oh, um, smooth as fuck. Yeah, I mean, this is just an absolutely great cigar. It's this is a, this is a treat, and I want to thank Brandon because you know as we as we talk about the things mm-hmm. that I'm I remember the the support Brandon has shown us mm-hmm. and me is is pretty amazing. Yeah. And this is I'm not gonna lie, this is a hundred dollar easy cigar. It's not a cheap stick, yes. Right. But it's it's a pretty awesome cigar. I remember this at the time, and mm-hmm. I now remember remember this. This is a pretty fantastic cigar. Yeah. It, As a matter of fact, I went up to Conway today and bought because I had to um, fill in a couple spots for Sam because I wanted him to try a couple Davidoffs, um, and they had uh, and I, you also had the Year of the Ox, which I needed to get. Did you get that? I did. Have you smoked it yet? 40 fucking bucks. Um, no, not yet. I've only had, I've only had one in my possession for about six hours. I, yeah, I know I, you have no impulse control. Uh, I can let something sit for a sit. What are you probably talking later about? tonight. I, I am horrible at letting stuff sit. So I'll probably smoke it later tonight. Um, but, um, I might, he, I might go up there tomorrow and get one for like Thanksgiving or something. The, the, um, he, he was saying, uh, these Xenos is, I, I, you know, I'm not a big, cause I, you know, in general, I, I don't smoke a lot of Zenos. He goes, the Zeno, which was like 25 bucks, which is pretty reasonable for a Zeno. Cause this is fantastic. You talking about the new, like the, like the shop, like the, the exclusive series. Yeah. The, the one that's the, up the there. newest one, the tubo comes in a tubo. No, it's the one that was up on the shelf. It was, okay. it was like golden black. And he goes, this is phenomenal cigar. And okay. I said, I Joe, if you yet. tell me it's a good cigar, he said you had tried one. I haven't tried that one. Josh yet. maybe had tried it. Yeah, probably Josh. Yeah. And he said, he said, and he says, this is this is. So I, lo- I love the Zeno. So uh, when you platinum, go up there platinum, tomorrow, platinum series. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. When you go up tomorrow, make sure you go. It's in in its upper right. Okay. Uh, on the wall, not on the Davidoff wall, but up there. On the other, okay. And it, he goes, it's phenomenal, and I have not smoked it yet either because I, I just haven't had time. So I got back home from my, and then work called. <laughs> I had to go do a bunch of stuff. So I thought you were off this week. What are you yeah, doing? Right. Start that only makes me feel worse about having to work while I'm off. Start Thank calling you. you. Start calling you Tim. Yeah. Like I always see like see Tim when he's like, yeah, I'm taking two weeks off, and like he's back here editing on his computer. I'm like, what are you doing? So this is this is Tim and I talked about this. So this is our jobs. So occasionally while we're working or we're on PTO, we have to work because that's the way it works. Yeah. You reminding us that we have to work <laughs> and that we don't have a choice about it. And like laying into us does not make us feel better. It makes us feel worse. I'm Don't sorry. do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I went to I went to my wood shop Saturday, and uh, now weren't you off on Saturday? Well, I, I built something for myself, and I 
it was nice. Like building something on a Saturday in a quiet shop where it's just me. It's like, okay, I can see in like 10, 20 years. If I get my own shop and like have my own little wood shop, like just tinkering out there before the, before the time of laptops, because back I'm old enough to remember when all of us didn't get laptops, and so mm-hmm. you could work at home. Yeah, um, I would go in on Sunday mornings as a rule, and go in on Sunday mornings. I'd listen to the Bear pregame show at my office, and then spend three hours working in an empty office, and that would be my time to catch up on paperwork or do whatever yeah. I had to. And I remember that being the most peaceful time. The security guard knew me, and I'd mm-hmm. be the only person in a building that. Yeah sat uh, 5,000 people, um, and it was just very peaceful. There's just something about you being somewhere yeah. where it's normally very <clears throat> hectic and busy, and you're busy, the only person. Busy, yeah. yeah. So, like, I I love, like, going in. I've always been an early morning person, and I always love going into the shop early because I'd always get, like, two hours of just me. I can get a lot of shit done. But now we have a guy who comes in early as well, so it's like I, yeah. I don't have my peace at six from six to eight anymore. Yeah. So I was like, ah, whatever. But I ever tell you my deputy person story. Mm. So I hired a deputy in Illinois, a, a lady I loved working with. And, and I once confessed to her that the reason I came in at early in the morning was cause I had an hour to get a run at the day mm-hmm. for And so she started doing that and then she would blow up my hour. And so then I came in at, so I was coming in at like, six and then i started coming in at 5 30 and then eventually i was coming in at five and then she would just come in earlier with me and i go no see the point is i need to be in front of you and i had to eventually threaten to fire her if she kept coming in i said i'm joking on this but seriously Mm -hmm. you don't have to oh no i enjoy being in there and i said but see here's the problem this is i don't right this is very convenient for you it's not very convenient for me i do need the alone time see and i love I love going in early because like I leave, I come home and it's Mo's always on a meeting, but like my day is done at two. Like, see yeah. my day wasn't done. My day it finished at four, but that was still yeah. really early. Still for my bad, but like, I just love being done at like two. Like I went home, took a shower. I was back at Kroger at like three yep. picking up just like, Okay. I, All your brownie mix. I have found out that like there's two places where you should not leave me alone with a wad full of money. One <laughs> cigar is, shop. One is a cigar shop. <laughs> yeah, I knew the that. other one is like the artisan meat and cheese aisle. Yes. Like holy shit. <laughs> like my it's just my parents coming over Thursday. We're going to have so much dried meats and like (laughs) seven different types of cheeses. So I need to, I need to to message Mo tomorrow to get more (laughs) controls put in place. Oh my God. Like it was just, I I even told her that because I just went in there to get like three things and I come home and I have like four big bags. It's like, what did you get? I was like, you you cannot give me money and go to like the deli section. I do. I do like meat and cheeses. I'm not going to oh, lie. Man. But I, I, I do think I could have restraint enough to stop at some point, but you also probably have the fear. This is the first Thanksgiving that you're hosting. Eh, no, I don't have, I don't I don't have fear of that. Of not enough food. Oh God. No. I mean, she grew up with seven siblings. I grew up with, or seven people in her family. I grew up with five. Okay. Food is one thing we are not going to run out of. And she's used to cooking for 
big families and you know stuff like that. So we're not worried about that. Okay. But I, I found a cheese today. It's called Robusto. Like I've never heard of that type of cheese. Is before. it any good? We're gonna find out. So evidently, it's a half parm, half parmesan, half gouda. So it's a weird mix. Yeah, but so I like both of those. Cheeses. I like I, so I, I like both those as well. But it was just cool because it caught my it caught my eye. Like oh, cigar term. Okay, so like nice. I'm just thinking like okay, what can I pair with this robusto? Maybe a robusto. So I'm thinking something nutty. Maybe like uh, I'm thinking maybe the uh, the Almonds. crux le. Yeah, crux le'd be yeah. good. So I was in uh, I was in uh, um, Colonial last night, uh, yesterday, last night, and uh, was picking up. Uh, and I wanted to make a couple couple points to you. The first uh, was picking up uh, uh, some local uh, distilled liquor, mm-hmm. um, which we'd been talking about. But uh, went to the back. Was hoping to f- see some. Hershey's Yingling Stout. Mm. No. No. Once again. Out. Out. Or don't carry it or something. Yeah. Arkansas. Yay. Yay. But the, <clears throat> I did see another beer, which I almost bought. Um, my hands were full at the time, but um, called Cigar City. Oh, I've had that. Is it any good? It's not bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a good micro brew. Yeah, it looked, it looked like a pretty good brew. The the part that really uh, that, that I wanted to bring up was then as I'm walking out with my hands full and I had to sit down and rearrange was um, they had um, Irish cream, mm. but they had, yeah, I love Irish cream. Mm. You love Irish cream? Mm-hmm. And they had Irish cream single batch made from Ireland and imported in like a, like a fancy bottle, and I went. So I'm looking because you know I like Irish cream mm-hmm. in a glass and in coffee mm-hmm. and in hot chocolate. Yeah, in a in a and bottle, it, and it's probably better than Bailey's. <laughs> yes, and I'm looking at it, and it was, it's in like a milk jug with like a fancy top, and it was like a milk jug. <laughs> it looked like a milk jug. I'll have to take a picture. <laughs> um, but and it was like it was, it, it was you know it wasn't horribly expensive, and I just thought and it's imported from cork ah, ireland and i went so i got some last night poured myself a big glass how is it it's fucking awesome <laughs> okay so we're coming up to that point of the year <clears throat> are you I, are, are you eggnog or no eggnog i'm not i'm not a huge fan of eggnog yeah. i i i am a irish coffee fan yeah. i if you um I, uh, irish cream in coffee is my is my winner oh, yeah. jam yeah um, I just, I'm not an eggnog fan. And I'm just, my now mom becoming, is, well, I'm just now becoming a coffee person as well. Hot, actually, what I do is I make a hot, chocolate. hot chocolate. Yeah. 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 So I like, I, I was sitting outside smoking a cigar last night and it was about 10 o'clock and I'm like, do I want to make cafecito? I was like, can, can my body handle tri- triple espresso at 10 at night <laughs> with a quarter cup of sugar? I don't. <laughs> I don't See, know. That's why I do the hot chocolate and then I pour some typically Bailey's or some yeah. Irish cream in there because it's got a little bit of alcohol in there. And then so I, I, I go into bed last night and I just sit on most side of the bed. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, do you think we'll ever use an espresso, espresso machine? She's like, absolutely not. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Thank, thank God one of you has common sense. <laughs> Like I said, she's the smartest person I know. 
she is um, just dumb enough to be <laughs> right. Just one one blind spot. They always uh, there's this new training thing at work that talks about uh, understanding your blind spots, which is important. And mm-hmm. I always I always tell people you need to understand where your blind spots yeah. are because when you make a decision, you need to need to understand that. And um, and uh, so uh, that's your her blind spot. <laughs> Thanks. Right. <laughs> That's clearly what you mean there. But it, it talk, they were talking about unconscious bias, right? Yeah. Where where are your blind spots? What what are you you know what are you not you're not aware of? So there's been a ton of that stuff coming out, and and I'm uh, signed up for all of it. I was Just, actually. Well, it's not bad. Well, I had, I had I had a question. I want to save it for another show because it's a little deep one. But okay, yeah, it's it's actually been. Uh, of the training, I mean, it's been fairly well done. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's not something that I don't think about. So, I mean, I, you know, I think about those things all the time. I hire and promote people and I, I try very hard to recognize my blind spots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we're both in, in roles of, I guess, I guess leadership, but more of like, roles in our workplace where a lot goes th- funnels through us. Yeah. So it's one of those things we have to be cognizant about. Yeah. I try. So. Yep. So, so we, we were given an album and who, who gave us the album last week? Um, who was that? Let me, uh, you're going to put me on the spot right now, aren't you? I am. I did appreciate that. That's you're uh, welcome. That's really good. Love you, brother. I uh, know. I know. Let me see who that was. It was, well, while I look for this, do you want to like, uh, <clears throat> look to see what we were doing or what uh, like what the album name is while i look for the name yeah so um and i, I will have to go back because i was looking for the album i'm going to give you but it it, it was just give me one second oh we're both man well nope. prepared nope i got it manchester orchestra the name of the ba- the name of the band is manchester orchestra i'd never heard of them and the album is <clears throat> A Black Mile to the Surface. And that was by Nate Brown who gave it to us. Nate Brown. And it, it's an interesting, they are, um, they're definitely an alternative band and they are listed so on Apple Music, so you know it's true. <laughs> um, um, and they are strongly alternative. Um, and they, they have, I, I found, I'm always fascinated because I told you this when we pulled up the album. Mm-hmm. Every song starts with the. Except for lead South South Dakota, yeah, which is the fourth song, yeah. um, and um, this has been a bit. This band's been around for a while, but mm-hmm. they're they're not. They sound almost eighties alternative at times, um, and then they slide into two thousand alternative, two thousand ten alternative sounds. Um, they they are strongly an alternative band. Though. So their their first album came out in 07. Yep. Um, so they've been around for 13 years. Um, I've never heard of them until last week. And when we played just the, the first little snippet before we went on, yeah, just to make sure, just we, to make sure yeah. we had the album. Right. Um, I really, really like this album. Yep. You actually um, said that. that I, I that listened, sounds like my jam. I li- Yeah. I listened to more of their albums today. Yep. Um, specifically I like cope a lot because it's a little bit more, post hardcore and yeah. they, it, it just, it, it's a little, it's a little bit more heavier, faster vibe, uh, than a black mile, but a black mile, I really digged. Um, I got a lot of, 
a band of horses um, off that. It's what would you say Apple puts it as alternative alternative? I guess. Yeah, I would put it more. I don't know if I would put it more. I would, I would classify this as that like, like coffee house indie, but I would put indie in it. Not, this isn't radio music because I don't, I wouldn't expect to hear this on true. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect mm. to hear this on terrestrial radio. I could hear this on like serious on like the, the, the coffee house channel. Sure. All day long. Some um, of the songs. Sure. G- garage radio. Yep. Stuff like that. I, well, I mean, terrestrial radio includes college stations. So I would expect, okay, yeah, I, I wouldn't, see I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect to hear it on. I don't, I, I, I was trying not to use the word hipster on this. Yeah. Um, oh, because yes. to, to, to me that has a negative connotation, yep. but this is that same. It's indie as fuck. It's, it's very indie. This is very like, yeah. uh, it, it's in the same category as like iron and wine and, um, you're saying a bunch of bands. Just I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes, I really, really like this album. Yep. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. They have a interesting sound mm-hmm. um, and they have a good variety. I think it goes up and down and, and, and they have several, it's just not one. Um, it's not just one vibe. There's mm-hmm. several different vibes on there. I thought it, it really moved. Um, I thought the lyrics, I thought the songs were well written. I thought there was interesting. Um, I thought, I thought they were really, the lyrics were tight. I thought they were. So Andy Hall, he is the lead, the, yeah, the vocalist. He is very good at lyrics. Yeah. Very good. I thought <clears throat> in particular as somebody who, who's very into the, to the words, mm-hmm. um, I thought a lot of the words were were very not only interesting, good turns of phrases, but very meaningful. So I thought he was, I think Andy Hall, I, I looked that up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did great. I, I, I thought in particular the strongest part of this band was the lyrics. Yes. Um, and um, and I, I think a lot of these songs are impressive. I, I think um, – now, did you listen to any of his, any of their other no, stuff? I did not. <clears throat> so one that I haven't listened to yet, um, but it's, it's on my thing. Is the on, one that's all vocals. It's, uh, it's, it's the soundtrack uh, for something. No, uh, Soldier uh, Man. S- simple math. So it's a concept album about his upbringing. Oh, so right, just, yeah. just hearing how he could, what he could do with this album. I want to go to that one. Oh, I thought you were talking about because I think there's an album they did that was all vocals. Oh, just like all acapella, like vocals stacked on top of each oh, other. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I haven't heard so. Yeah, no, this was to Soldier Men. I believe it. Th- this was the band that that was doing that as well. This, this is a band like you. It feels like we both fell down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this band. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I bet you we didn't like the same type of the song. I liked the slower songs. I liked the. Um, the more um, okay. Well, then you coffee st- shop. Then you start off. What is your? What are you? <clears throat> so I like several songs on this um, on this album very very much. So I thought the grocery, which starts out with this big cacophonous mm-hmm. uh, intro, but then uh, slows down into um, some really some of the tightest lyrics on the whole album. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and then with the weird drumming. 
mm-hmm. the drumming that doesn't, the first time you hear it, you go, um, the, the drumming's fucked up. Here. Some, something's off, <laughs> off like they're, yeah. But I liked it. And then as I listened to it a couple of times more, I thought, it's quirky. I like it. It fits. Um, the grocery I really liked. But the song I liked the most was the very first song, The Maze. Because the lyrics are just balls to the wall. They're just great. So that was one of my three I was going to choose. Yeah. Was the Maze. The maze um, also The Mistake. Yeah, I like The Mistake. Um, but not as much as the grocery or the mess. I like, I like the, the lyrics. Mis- the lyrics on the mistake were tight. Were really, were my favorite. But the one I'm going with is the one without the, I'm going Leeds. to lead. I'm going to lead. Lead South predict- Dakota. I'm becoming very good at predicting. I, I, I <laughs> thought you would pick that one. Yeah. It's just, man, that the whole album was really good. Like the, the songwriting was, was really top notch. Yep. And the, I enjoyed the, that part the, of it. The musicianship also. Yeah. All very good. They're all very good artists. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is one like, hopefully our, li- our listeners listen to this album, but also listen to their other stuff as well. Um, because it is totally different. Uh, the one that I said that I, I really liked, um, core core was Crab it core? core. No, no, it wasn't Crab core cope. Cope. Um, cope was, a, was, way different than <coughs> hmm. than what this album they've gone is. through several different lineups you know that you have a complicated band thing when you go to the wiki and they have the band <laughs> the timeline yeah. where they have people coming in and out with when they played instruments and they sang and but also stuff. too you gotta think like when we had radio king he is radio king but his band yeah. is just like like oscillating kind of thing so maybe it's that andy hall is that kind of same way no, they've had people come. Yeah, in I, I think it's more. Like- <laughs> right. One guy quit early on to start their label, and it was yeah. a bunch of stuff. So, no, I I, I really liked that. So, it was a uh, really pleased. So the maze and leads. All right, I'll allow that. So, what are you giving me this week, or what are are you going with a theme? Or I am going with theme. All right, what's your theme? So my theme is because I know what a big Southern rock fan you are <sighs> is to prove you wrong about Southern rock. So okay. I'm going to give you, I'm not going to give you uh, Leonard Skinner. Um, I can't. I can't say. I, I I won't say what I consider Leonard Skinner because I don't want to lose I know. listeners. Um, but I'm going to give you some other folks who Overrated. do right who do what I consider Southern rock, okay. who who actually have um, what are I I think do some of the the. Um, who are some of my favorite Southern rock um, artists, right? Mm-hmm. And who have um, shaped, but so I'm going to start with the band who I think is the greatest Southern. You, you, you think they are the greatest Southern rock band ever for being like half of them for like from Canada or right. something. Canada once from Arkansas. Le- Levon Helms is from yeah. uh, Arkansas, the drum player. Uh, and I'm debating two albums, and um, I'm going to pick the band, the band. I debated their first album, Music from the Big Pink, which is probably their most famous al- album, which has um, the song you would know uh, is The Weight on it. Um, um, but I'm going um, – and there's a lot of – you know, uh, To Kingdom Come. There's a, there's a bunch of songs on that first album. But I'm choosing – the band, the band with so the like, clever name. So like across the great divide. Yep. Rag Big mom. Okay. Rag okay. uh, The night they drove old Dixie down. Okay. Um, up on cripple Creek, which I'm sure you've heard. I, that's probably the only song I've ever heard from them. Right. Right. 
All right. King Harvest. All right, so so your 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 trio pick is Southern Rock. This Southern. Time. We're gonna go Southern Rock okay. that isn't overrated. <laughs> I don't like Leonard Skinnerd. I know, but I'm gonna. I know. But I, I'm gonna choose other older Southern Rock. Yeah. That I think is of worth you listening to because I, I understand the Leonard Skinner thing. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cross that line. But I want you to hear some of this other stuff because I, I personally think the band is one of the great bands of all time. Okay, cool. So <clears throat> my category this week, it kind of it. This category happened last Friday night. I'm walking to the stadium. And I'm walking up the stairs. I got to go through the student section and they always have the speakers playing and it's loud. They're playing music and stuff like that. And at the time they're playing like some rap guy that's popular right now. I don't, who the fuck knows? And I hear the kids. Know. I hear. Yeah. So I hear the, I hear one of the, some kid, some stupid kid say this, this rap music is the best rap music like generation wise. And I almost rolled my eyes out of the back of my head. Like when he said that, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, this, this shit has no substance. It doesn't, it should no. Mm, like, like, I don't know that hearing that yeah, just like it, it struck a nerve. So okay. I'm like, all right, so I'm going to what is, I think is my generation for the best Hip hop, hip hip, and eh, maybe a maybe eighties, but more nineties, nineties, the whole nineties generation. Maybe touch yeah. into the two thousand. But I'm going. I'm a hip hop head. Like I like some underground stuff, but I also I like where the roots come from. Like okay. you know, the people who are big now, they got to pay respect to who paved the way. Sure. So to start that off, I feel like I'm giving you a softball on this one, but. uh which I, who I think are the Kings of New York. This might be debatable, but for me, the Kings of like New York hip hop is a tribe called quest. So midnight marauders. Okay. A tribe called quest. Okay. Cool. Let me look it up. Okay. So I won't have to text you (laughs) at (laughs) at Saturday night. I know. Well, during the week, one (laughs) o'clock, Hey, what the hell are we supposed to be doing? Well, <laughs> there, I have a job there, where there, I'm on there, your phone with your that's wife. My, that's my negative. Yeah. <laughs> that's my negative. Right. Well, I'm going to let you in a secret. During the week, I have a job where I I'm know. on the phone all day with right. your wife. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> no, thank you. As, but. As, as she says. She married somebody that's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. No, I'm I'm grateful you're I'm super grateful your wife is is on my team. But yes. It is hard. You know, the funny part is last week, because it was just weird timing, I actually got to listen yeah. to music for a solid fifteen minutes one day. See, and I and I do take that for granted. I found six new bands this week. Because I, because I just, I'm able to listen to music all day long. And I, I mean, I definitely take that for, for granted, but it's amazing. I love yeah. my job, a career path that allows me to do that. Oh, that's pretty and cool. it's just, I just wish I could smoke cigars throughout the day. But I even told Mo, I was like, Hey, I was like the owner of the shop. He's like, I've got nine years left. Like, I don't know if he's like, 
that's how much he has left like time wise or like he's got a date with destiny in nine years. <laughs> he's like in nine years, you're buying the shop. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So I told Mo that and she's like, would you want to do that? I was like, ah, I don't know. I was like, maybe it was like, there'd be definitely be some changes. Like I would do like, I would You'd be in little rock forever. I'd be, well, I don't know. I, because at the same time I told Mo where you go, I go. <laughs> So well, I'm a, I'm a construction worker. I can find work, but no, but I don't, I, mean, I don't like the one thing I would do. Like I would get more updated machinery, like CNC router. Boom. First thing, but also cigars. I would smoke cigars all day long at the table. saw something like that. She's like, you do that in a wood shop, like with sawdust. I'm like, that stuff's like, like cigars don't produce like flames. Like it's not going to do that, but uh, you're really, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm if not my taking insur- any sides in this. If my insurance guy is listening to the show. <laughs> Which he might. <laughs> right. I've got nine years to decide on that. So what's your favorite part aside from the Radiator King, which is an obvious highlight of the music? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about the musical segment that has been this year? Being proven wrong. Um, About? Like stuff that I'm not going to like, but then it's like, all right, that's like good. Um, like I, I will still say Jason Isbell, like that's dude is rough to listen to. Like, it's just so, I don't like listening to music. that's full of dread, but I will recognize artistry. Yeah. It's, you know, you can, you can not like the artist, but you can respect the art. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know him personally. I don't ever expect to meet him. Sure. Is it in my daily music? No, but Just I will reckon, I will, I will recognize, I will recognize it for what it is. It's, uh. it's great music, music, uh, musicianship, yeah. uh, lyricist, you know, I've, I've said it last week, you know, before I read the poem from Blackskin, like you and I both are wordsmiths. We like the yep. spoken word. We like the written word. Yeah. Hearing, hearing music is different than listening to music. Like I hear music all the time, but when I actually listen to the stuff, yeah. I mean, and, and then like when you can, I make jokes all the fucking time about country music. Like, Oh, it's about, you know, my dog got ran over. My, my mom's drunk. My, sisters my cousin or whatever but then like and there are songs like that yes there are but the ones that you've given me for the most part aren't no and it's more like there's been a couple it's more like jason isbell elephant talking about the elephant in the room that like hey my lover is dying i've got to take her out she wants to feel pretty that one time like that shit hits hard yeah and it's just like i and you know the music I listen to. It ain't it ain't like that, right? But it's it's different. There, there's some of the stuff that you listen to that's pretty deep, and I, I think you probably give yourself uh, an unfair criticism there. Yeah, you know the fun part. I was watching a YouTube video of a guy um, who was a is a guitar player, guitar uh, teacher, mm. and he was listening to Jason Isbell. Um, <clears throat> um, if we were vampires, and okay, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you remember that song. Yeah. And so he's listening to the song and he's like, oh, listen to this, this. And then he goes, and you can see him hearing the words mm-hmm. and he starts crying. Yeah. And you just go, yeah. 
well, that fucking hit home. <laughs> you yeah. Just go. yeah, that's just, there's guys like that. I, I, you know, I, I, <clears throat> there's just guys like that. And, and I think the funny part is the two forms of music, Nigel and I were talking about, um, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, what's going on? Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. And talking about the meaningful songs that he's written, but mm-hmm. you know the two forms of music which you don't, although they merge somehow, strangely enough, but has a lot of that commonality where the words really matter is country and rap. Mm-hmm. Ironically enough, mm-hmm. because the words are what matters in those two songs. I mean, mm-hmm. there's in those two genres, they, so. they they sing about what they know, right? And it's very important in both of those. Although in both, there is this huge. Um, sort of pseudo environment where people act like they know mm-hmm. in country. It's like you're you're a, you're a hillbilly, your big truck, and right? going out. With the, and there's a bunch of people yeah. like you're not country, and then there's the gangster people in, mm-hmm. in, in rap that are like you're not really gangster. Mm-hmm. You're you're from middle class, but oh, it's like the last scene of Eight Mile, you know. And he's like, yeah, have, have you ever? You've no. have you, oh okay, I just watch watch, you got to see just the last scene, like okay. where they're, they're doing like a rap battle and. And Eminem is like he's he's already putting all his shit out there up front, so so he can't come back at him. And then he turns it back on him, like he grew up with both parents. He grew up in a gated neighborhood, and just like he ain't, he ain't what he ain't. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's just like, yeah, yeah. To me, it's been listening to the different types of music. I tell you what, what I've enjoyed also about the music is like Johnny. Uh, the, the bald cigar hippie. I've had such cool music conversations with people who yeah. I groove on uh, just getting their vibes and <clears throat> about their music and having that conversation. As you know, I will sit down and talk music with anybody, but like <clears throat> I mean, he's, he's a super knowledgeable mm-hmm, guy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a ton of music stuff. I've enjoyed every single one of those conversations. Oh, Nick, yeah. Yeah. this guy who's, Popped up and we were talking about uh, Sturgill Simpson the other day. Oh yeah, I was I was in there on on that one. Yeah, and he he, he made a John Prine reference, which him and all, only he and I got, but we both laughed. And so uh, you know, it's one of those things where you just go. Um, I I think uh, the listeners being involved in that music and really grooving on that Kev, <clears throat> yeah, uh, who's is, who's become such a big part of our sort of daily conversation it seems like um is big into the music and has been talking he talks with both of us about that i just i just love that yep no it's it's of all the things that like we've brought to the show that one's kind of that one's my favorite i wish that we could play the songs that we chose but there's just so much adrian had a way but then we couldn't we could only do it through spot we could only yeah so with Spotify, if you're a Spotify exclusive, you can have music licensed music in your show. I would love to do that, but everybody would have to listen to us on Spotify right. and Spotify is number two. Right. So yeah, no, that's we'd be taking out all of, uh, of Apple. And then there's like, you know, you can play 15 seconds of clip. I don't want to be clipped at all. Like right. it's just one of those things. Like I'm either, I'm either in or out. Like right. I, I would love to, Play okay. We, like we got our songs, boom, drop that whole song. So everybody can hear or, it or 45 seconds or snippet or something. But yeah, yeah it's just, there's so much legality yeah. to it. And so for the record, so I was talking to, to Greg uh, about the new Stapleton album who, who dropped. Um, and he has a song in completely stereotypical. And I cried like a little girl. 
a tribute called Maggie Song to his dog. And it is, I tell you what, I know you're not a dog person, so I probably won't hit you the same way I'd hit Greg and I. We're both dog people. It is it is a fucking beautiful song about his love of his dog. See, and this is the one time. This is where I'll roll my eyes on country music. It's yeah. just like, eh, it's just. Meh. But he wrote he wrote a song about you know about how his dog was meaningful through his whole life, and at the end, he burying his dog. And it was it was that um, it was that connection between him and his dog. So if it's a song, so like the new Stapleton Hour album's fired. By the way, I feel if like, you're a country music fan, and somebody actually said this. Stapleton is is the Adele of country music. So no matter what kind of country music you like, you have to listen to Chris Stapleton because you're morally obligated to. No matter what kind of pop music you like, when Adele comes out and releases a new album, because she is just so awesome. I love her voice. Do you like not like Adele? I, I think her songs are well-constructed, just beautiful songs. I, I mean, is it? You, I don't own any of her stuff. It's I, I've listened to a few of the stuff. It's you're not really a pop music fan. I'm though. not. Well, I mean, like I, I don't want to say that because I mean, like I gave, I gave you, I gave you, I, new album came out last Friday. I know. <laughs> I haven't listened to it. You'll I, be disappointed. I have. Um, but like I gave you like Lily Allen a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean that's it's pop. But she is, but he is like Adele is just above the genre. Yeah, like they yeah they're in their own stratosphere. Right. Kind of thing. Just if you're a fan, you listen. I f- I feel like okay, so we're so this this month is Southern rock and iconic hip hop stuff. Yeah, excited about that. I feel like for the, and then we're doing two listeners and then for the next one. So in five weeks, I feel like we need to get to our roots. Well, I plan the next one to be hardcore country. So it'll contain a Johnny cash album. Okay. It'll, it'll be like my roots. Okay. Well then we'll, I'll plan that. I'll, I, I got five weeks to plan. Right, three albums. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick one of the modern Johnny Cash albums, not not like Folsom County Prison, right? Um, which is his iconic mm-hmm. outlaw album, yeah. which is a great album, which is just amazing. But I'm gonna choose one of his American classic albums because I I think it captures him a little bit better. But I'm gonna him and Waylon and probably a Willie Nelson album or something. I know what I can do while listening to Willie. Yes. <laughs> so for the record. All three of them. You can you can light up all, right. all three. All. So so and so the song. Um, uh, uh, smoke weed Oki, with Willie. Yeah, that that song. No, uh, I'm an Okie from Muskogee. Muskogee, which is like this supposedly this really you know this straight lace. Like I'm not whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a it's like. Um, I never wear my sunglasses at night type song. It's, <laughs> it's not what it means. Supposedly I haven't, uh, I have a book at home. That's about four down in the one. It's like my, my favorite little snippet of like music. Uh, trivia, I guess is when Snoop Dogg has said, like, I can't w- hang with w- Willie. Willie is the only person that can outsmoke me. Willie is <laughs> like, like how many times Willie has been to little rock to play electric cowboy. Tons of times. Oh, I bet she has. Um, so like he's can, also been over to to whatever it is Simmons Bank. Like oh, a I, times. I can only imagine like just that tour bus rolling up and just the 
So cloud. Republican governor, when I was, um, was a young man in Illinois, Jim Thompson, big Jim Thompson, um, law and order Republican governor, mm-hmm. big time guy, very popular governor in the state of Illinois. I won't get into anything but that. Just say he was a law and order guy, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the biggest Willie Nelson fan in the world. And this story is corroborated by people who were big in the, in the administration. Um, Willie Nelson played at the fair every year. We went and saw him. So I've seen Willie Nelson several times. And Jim Thompson said, Willie will play at the fair every year. Willie will not get hassled by any police officers <laughs> while he's in the state of Illinois. And he will come and go up and do whatever he wishes. Do as he please. He will do as he please. Cause Willie Nelson is the best. I still love the Casey. I think it's Casey Musgrave story yeah. said it, playing with Willie Nelson is, is, is a unique experience. Cause Willie Nelson plays at Willie Nelson time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then somebody says, what does that mean? When you're Willie Nelson, you play whatever time you want, whatever play. you want, whatever time you want, whatever tempo you want. Yeah. You four, one, five, two, whatever you just play. <laughs> you're Willie damn Nelson. Yeah. We had a picture at this, the cigar shop up in Springfield still do. I'm sure of him in, in the fifties mm-hmm. <laughs> looking like a banker, like completely straight laced in a suit and a tie with like a complete, well, like, like one, one of his very first albums, he has like short hair. Yeah, like I've never, short hair. I remember when I saw that, I'm like, that's not him. Like I've only, to me, I only ever no, see him sure. as his braids yeah. and his bandana and yeah. just like a joint in his mouth. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's just, but you, but you think about the songs that he's, he's written over right. his life. I mean, you want to talk about a guy whose words, man, he wrote crazy for Patsy Klein. He's mm-hmm. written some stuff. That is um, Americana. Yep. So, yeah, the music stuff's been pretty awesome. What's, what's, and I know we're, you know, but cigar wise, this cigar is pretty awesome. But <clears throat> we've, we smoked some pretty special cigars in here. B yeah. always, usually it's with B sitting right there as I point <laughs> once again on the audio podcast because B is, 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 a, has been pretty awesome. We smoked for, for the sixth anniversary, For, yeah, we smoked uh, something from the Padron family themselves. Um, what was it? The number forty-four, I believe. Yeah, something like that. that yeah, I mean, we awesome. we've smoked some awesome stuff this past year. Um, the cigars from Frank. For the, yeah, for uh, the, the the Padron fiftieth. Yeah, um, was it the fiftieth or seventy-five? That was the fiftieth. Fiftieth, yeah. It was so. It was yeah, yeah, the fiftieth. Um, the, the, the new, I mean, we, we got introduced to, uh, Martinez, the Martinez, um, man, smoked some of those. Um, yeah. Fired up about them being on LCC. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, it was a, was a pretty major fist pump for me today because yeah. um, I'm proud of those guys. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's cool that we were able to show a lot of people who Martinez is like, it's, I was proud <laughs> I was. Um, well, I I think their stuff is great, yeah. and so um, we're just. I'm just happy to. Yeah. To. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like we've we don't push or pedal anything that we don't like or enjoy ourselves, right? Um, and we've we've been we we've had some awesome stuff come across our our lap. We've been blessed in, in the past year. Yeah. Um, the the Mike G Super Connecticut, Jeez. like I mean, or as you call it, the Nick G, Nick G um, for um, Mike. 
I'm not buying the next five pack to give away on that one. That's all you. Um, no, I mean like we've had, we've, we've, we've been introduced to some awesome stuff and it's, um, you know, it's all, we've had some, we've done some awesome giveaways. I yeah. mean, we just did two other ones, uh, this past week. I know subby and, uh, and, uh, Charlie, 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 one of my favorite people on, mm-hmm. on, on luxury. And, uh, I'm super fired up about that. I've got to figure out, I've gotten the directions of how to ship to Canada. Okay. It has to, it cannot say cigar by the way, on yeah. any of the boxes. Okay. Yeah. I, so I, 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 I figure like, Whenever I, when I, when his name Two came boxes. up, when his name came up, I was like, awesome. Fuck. It's get, <laughs> like, there's so many complex. rules. There's yeah. so many rules we have to go right. by we, now. We need to talk about some of that, but we'll, we'll definitely get that worked <laughs> out. So, um, so yeah, I, I love Charlie to death. He's yeah. one of the, <clears throat> he's one of the inspirational stories on, on luxury. So, and one of the cool guys. Yeah. And I, I will say, so Ian, um, Ian texted me, my brother, who one of the, charities was for was for camp Aldersgate. um he texted me uh the other day and the so he's the a program coordinator for camp Aldersgate. the head of camp Aldersgate um called him because he, he's been out because he's he's in his middle of his as of right now he just did his second day of his second round of chemo Wow. Um, so the director called him and he was, he was like, Hey, um, all these like donations are being poured in. And it either says like Ian or Aaron's or Ian's brother or no Aaron's brother, Ian or straight cut. Like what, what is this? Like it was to the point where like they, they were contacting the donation people to be like, Hey, did you mean to do this? Because, they don't know where this kind of influx came from. And, and so he was like, no, this, my brother has a podcast and they were doing this as a giveaway and they chose, or I told them to go to do the note, no nations for them. So they were just floored yeah. by that. And I will say that just our listeners for Aldersgate close to a thousand dollars. Wow. So, and you said overall with o- both charities, overall, both charities, it was pushing three i believe wow um it was like 25 2600 wow. um, for both that's um, amazing yeah so that's you people are awesome yeah thanks so much it's yeah. it, it it means a lot i know but it, it does mean a lot to me as well it, since you know yeah. it's brother and stuff yeah no it was uh means a lot to both of us so yeah. um so we're going to ship those out <clears throat> this week and uh, I'll, be, I'll go, I, I'll go home. I'll package the stuff up tonight or tomorrow and yep. finally get it up. And, uh, yep. But it's, uh, yeah. Thanks to everybody out there who donated, um, for everybody who reached out for you know, yeah. w- words of encouragement or whatever. It, it means a lot. So. Cigar community is the best. It is the best. It's, I say that online all the time. And, uh, and I must say that I get a lot of amens from the scar community. It's mm-hmm. uh, it is a, it is a great great group. Um, so no, look. it's and it's very like like we, and you and I we herf quite a bit. You do definitely more than I do. Um, so I'm glad one of us has a presence on it. Um, but it was just <clears throat> I get what was it Sunday or Monday? I f- I forget what day it was. I guess it was Sunday. No, I forget. But we're sitting out there and. Greg or somebody asked me a question how it was. And it was just like, there was nine people on there and just all the attention was just 
Yeah. On that. So I think it was Saturday night and Greg asked how how your brother was doing. And uh, it is, you know, the funny part is we, we have laughed so hard that I, I think I pulled a muscle. Like (laughs) when Mario told his bathroom story, um, that story, it's seriously, um, and we've cried together. So um, as you would expect on the podcast, the cries, Mm-hmm. Um, it's been serious and, and, and Greg's going, his dad's going through a tough time and we've talked about that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, <clears throat> it's, it's what Mike talked about on the very first leadership podcast about finding men and women. Mm-hmm. Cause it doesn't, I mean, that that's, I don't want that to sound sexist cause that's nothing done, but adults mm-hmm. that you can connect with. And you can be, and who will hold you accountable, and who will be there for you, um, and and all of that. So, it, yeah, that it, that group is is amazing. It it is, and um, I want to sp- specifically thank Nigel uh, for sending the fuck cancer cigar. That was pretty awesome. Um, that was uh, totally amazing. Yeah, Joseph up at Big Cuppa for the uh, four bags of coffee um, for that. Wow. That's yeah, those, those guys are amazing. Totally generous. Um, that's one that we'll have on shortly. Yeah, looking um, and forward then, to that. And then, and then B, of course. Um, and for for a lot of Davidoff stuff and a lot of West End stuff, and also Steve, uh, um, you know, Ashton Ablewood donated a box uh, yeah. as well. So, the, well, and I don't think we want to. We don't want to leave out Fidel, who, who was the originator of. of <clears throat> Yeah, of this, um, and who all of those folks have an amazing heart, and that's uh, that's not. Yeah, I mean, and and you too, honestly, because you you won the first one, well, um, but I wasn't going to let you keep it no matter what. So it no, doesn't matter. It didn't and you me. you wouldn't have either way. So I yeah. say it in jest, right? Um, but you too as well, because you. No, I mean, we, we we say we we pay it forward, and right. that's the main thing. So well, we have been blessed in a lot of ways, and. Uh, while it was cool to win, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that was a cool sale box. I'm not gonna lie; like it's in my locker right now, and I had to move it to to get something. And I'm like, man, this is like it's pretty cool. It's really cool, and I'm super happy. I'm super happy that Subby won it. Yeah, uh, that's yep. uh, that's a great. That's great. And he and what was nice is he was one of the very first ones yep. uh, to donate, and it was just it, I, I I wished everybody could win. I do too, but it's one of those ones where you know it's totally random i i was i was glad it was somebody because i put everybody's name back in there and i yeah. was i was glad it was somebody that we that we knew yeah. also that both of them won actually because there was a bunch of people who we didn't know um but it was i'm glad that it was two that we that we do have a relationship Connection. with yeah. yeah those those were good um so yeah that was pretty awesome yep so well we're about an hour and a half in you want to call it yeah so. so this is a pretty awesome cigar. You did not. You're you're not going to finish with a million dollar butt. It, it's your. It's your. It, this is your show, and I know you don't want to end on it that way. <laughs> I I would have ended however you wanted to. This is. I I do want to call out in particular because Brandon is one of those guys with a huge heart. Um, he's been amazing to you and I. Mm-hmm. He's important to you and I. Um, he is. One of those people who does a million things that no one sees, um, and I think you and all and I only see a very small part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is one of those guys who, who I think typifies the cigar community, yeah, 
in one of the great ways. He is just one of those guys who is all heart and giving and uh, he does that in so many ways that are amazing. You, you and I have both been to dozens and dozens of cigar shops, maybe even a hundred or more. Yep. I w- and you know, this is not my bias because I work here. This is my favorite shop. Yeah. I mean, well, and uh, I agree with that. Um, I, I just think Brandon's special. Yeah. So, and it, and, it, and it comes down to the ownership first. I will say the employees are pretty badass. If I do say myself, like <clears throat> yeah, there's, there's that one guy that's an asshole. But, <laughs> there's the one guy, but Josh is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Josh. Yeah. No, I, it is. I, I can't, I, I can't thank be enough. I, you know, I, I give him all the credit for me being here too, because he gave me this position in this role. Yeah. Um, he, he, he opens up the lounge for us to record this show for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, everything that we smoke comes out of the humidor here, whether yep. here or Conway. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's the, our, our gratitude can't be measured just off his generosity. Yeah. So he's amazing. Yep. He is. And he's, like you said, I, I think we are, all of us only see a small fraction of how generous he is. Yeah. So. so that's why I can't wait for January to come and hopefully we can get everybody here just so everybody can experience what you and I get to experience yep. all the time. He's amazing. Yep. So, all right. Well, here's one year down. Yep. Here's uh, how many, I'm going to know how many more we got, but we're going to keep rolling with it. Yeah. We're so. not going to worry about that. Nope. I'm going to, man, I'm, oh, I wanted to save this wrapper and it's just like, <laughs> well, by the way, one last thing Come we saw um, online, Nigel posted what I thought was the coolest, most important cigar list of all times. What did, did you see this? I did not. It was the cigar band grades. Oh, how to like how easy to move it, take them off. Yep. Was your favorite on there? Was Roma oh, on oh, there? Oh, every cigar band was on there. <laughs> every cigar band was on there. How far how how far down was uh, was Roma? Roma got an F plus. They did not have the lowest <laughs> cigar rating. Who did? Um, it was somebody got an F minus. I don't remember who it was. No, is this like one he found or one he he produced? No, it was one he found. Oh, okay, it's like half wheel or somebody. It was somebody oh, really? serious. Oh, like big, big. So what was somebody, number one? It, um, and I don't remember the list. So we're gonna have to we're gonna we'll have, have to, to find, find that. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to cover that with maybe Kev because I remember posting a absolute rant on the Discord. <laughs> F fucking plus. I said, what does it take to get an F minus? <laughs> I'll have to find that. <laughs> it was great. We could do a whole show just off that. Oh, man. And and he said, I was waiting for it. And I said, <laughs> F, F and plus? <laughs> and there were two that were lowers. There for were a somebody- cigar you really love, God, you have a hatred for their band. For the record, rightfully so. I like the band. So Kevin uh, he, he, uh, bombed me uh, when we were in St. Louis, and he gave me a Lancero Neanderthal. How was that? I smoked it that last night. That sounds amazing. It was, it was the best. It was the best Roma craft I've ever had. Really? It was. It was subtler than the Neanderthal. So it was a little bit of more subtlety, mm-hmm. um, which is not saying a whole lot. <laughs> Um, but the flavors it's were like all saying there. going to the quietest rave, right? Exactly. <laughs> but it was subtle and but the flavors were all there and it burned like a champ. It was spectacular. 
It was just spectacular. See, if Steve was here, I'd ding you. I know. I did that for Steve. <laughs> I can't wait to get that motherfucker back on here. I can't either. We had him. We saw him a couple, three weeks ago, um, and uh, it was great to catch up with him, but we need to get him back on. Yep, and we will shortly. So, we we are should doing, have him in December, maybe before the event. Well, so we are doing an event uh, up here at West End. Yeah, let's, um, let's talk about this. So we are. There's one coming on right now in a few uh, that's a group. Drew Estate, so and so I know nobody likes Drew Estate. So we're having back to, we're not, and I don't want to say back to back, there's overlapping. Um, so we have the Ashton one right now, um, where we're, where West End Conway is um, raffling off a Traeger grill, which I know, I don't have a Traeger. You do. I do. Um, you like it? I love it. Uh, my dad has one. He likes it as well. Crockpot for men. So it's one of those things where like, I can't win it. Um, but if somebody w- wants to buy a box and throw my name in there, I'll be <laughs> Steve. Um, <laughs> Steve got one because yeah. Steve's Steve's a gadget guy, uh-huh. and the first thing he cooked was. Did you see this? Oh, the was it the pork butt or the brisket or no? He cooked cheese. Oh, dip. cheese dip. That's right. Cheese <laughs> because we're like cheese dip. Really, cheese fucking dip. But it sounds that sound good. Chorizo cheese dip sounded good, but really you got to really. You oh, gotta there very, was chorizo in it. Yeah. Oh, I take all my snarkiness back then. No, but cheese dip. Ah, oh, Mike, come on, dude. We, Arkansas is the cheese dip capital of the world. He doesn't live in Arkansas, which is weird. Weird, by the way, right? That's weird. It is fairly weird. That's weird because yeah. you would think it would be like Wisconsin or somebody, but I guess because you don't make cheese dip out of cheddar, really. It's got to be that processed cheese. Cheese is better. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about why why Arkansas <laughs> is the cheese dip capital. I don't I don't know why it is either, but I know wow. every time we go out to eat, so that like, we should all, have a whole podcast about that. Oh my god, could we do a whole podcast on cheese <laughs> we, dip? We probably could. I'm pretty sure we could. <laughs> we, could. <laughs> we might have to do that. Yeah, I, what they cheese, do a lot of cheese dips down here. They do white cheese dips. And they have like a very specific type of cheese dip down here, but. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> really, you get a fancy smoker and you make cheese dip. I, well, he did. I'm not letting up off he, my. He did, he did a butt as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah, I need I need to get a smoker now that I have a house. Yep. So it's it's on the list. I know. Mo Mo was like because when we looked at the house, the guy had an one of the big green eggs, and she was like, "Do you want that?" I was like, "No." Um, she's like, "I'll get you one." I was like, the, "Baby, the, if you buy me a nine hundred dollar grill, no." <laughs> Don't do that. Those big green eggs are sweet. Like it, they're I, complicated. I know and that's sweet, the thing. Like I'm just and they're just amazing. But my understanding is they're advanced grilling. Yeah, I'm cool with just like a Weber, just like plain. The great part about the trigger is you pour the pellets in and then you set it 425, and then you it like makes it 425, and then you throw your steaks on or you throw your pork butt on and then. I've, I, I've been looking at an electric smoker, like, like it's no frills. It seems like cheating, but like sure. if the product is the same, is anybody going to notice? Okay. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> Man card? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're, we're good. Yeah, I All think right. we are too. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Everybody have... 
a, a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully, have a yeah. good Black Friday. Have a good Black Friday. Um, hopefully, you had a good Thanksgiving. Plenty of leftovers. Stay safe. That's the main fucking thing. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Nobody needs a fucking TV. Don't fight anybody over a fucking TV. Unless it's a really nice TV. Ah, they, I, conspiracy theory. I think they make shitty TVs for Black Friday. Well, they're usually about two years old model edition oh, they? that they're trying to get rid of. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. not a conspiracy. That's a fact. Yeah. Also, uh, a lot of your cigar brick and mortars are probably going to run some specials. I know we are. Hit them up. Um, yeah, there's going to be some good stuff. So, everybody, be safe. We will see you next week. Be good. Later.